Welcome to In the Wake with Whitney. Here on this podcast, we cover mental health, life lessons, mindset growth, and tons of storytelling. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and everything in between. I'm your host, Whitley Rogers. I'm a certified life coach and mental health advocate. I'm also a survivor of sexual and mental abuse. I'm here to open up those conversations that are normally uncomfortable or hush-hush in society. Keep listening for bits and pieces of my personal journey and insights along with other interviewees. I want to start out by saying that I did not plan on talking about this for my podcast episode this week. I had something else all planned out and ready to go, but I had a really cool experience this weekend that I just feel like I need to document and talk about. So that's what I'm going to do in this episode. And my thoughts are kind of all over the place. So this isn't really any one topic, but an assortment of topics through all of the different experiences I had. I'm hoping that you can resonate with something from this collection of stories and lessons. But if not, maybe this is just a reminder for myself that I can just listen to when I need to hear it. But either way, I hope you enjoy listening and that you're able to take something away from this. So I went to one of those popular light festivals where you release lanterns this past Saturday with some friends. I think ever since Tangled came out, these have been all the rage. And ever since they've been on, going to one has been on my bucket list forever. So I actually went to one exactly a year ago. It was the very same festival in the same spot in Mesquite with the same company and on the same weekend. The second time around brought a lot of reflection on my life and it brought up lots of feelings, good and bad. And it was really cool to be able to see the difference in my life now compared to a year ago and how far I've come and how much I've grown. So the first time around was May of 2018. I was fresh out of my abusive relationship. I had zero friends whatsoever, and I was really starting from the bottom and building my life back up. Initially, I had bought the Lights Festival tickets for me and my abuser. So when May rolled around and I had cut him out of my life at that point, I was really questioning whether I even wanted to go or not. I was weighing the pros and cons because I just didn't want to go and have these negative vibes, knowing I was supposed to be there with him. But I ended up braving it out since it had literally been on my bucket list forever. I made the decision that this was part of me starting over. I could create new, better experiences free from the bonds of abuse. He didn't have power over me anymore and couldn't control what I did or didn't do. I felt like going instead of skipping out was almost like an act of defiance that really empowered me. So long story short, I invited my now best friend, Megan. I invited her because she was the closest thing I had to a friend, even though we hadn't talked or hung out in long over a year. So fast track to when we lit the lanterns and released them. I immediately felt a weight lifted off my shoulders. It was a transforming experience. I remember that on my lantern, I wrote something along the lines of, 
to new beginnings, new friendships, new adventures, to self-love and magical moments. And that night was a turning point for my life. Watching the sky be filled with light, I started crying because I was overcome with this deep sense of gratitude for life. It was the first time in a long time that I had actually felt happy to be alive. Because before that moment, a couple months prior, I had attempted to take my life multiple times. I remember that I would cry over and over saying that I just didn't want to breathe another breath. But then I was crying during the lights festival, and all I could think about was the fact that I was there, living and breathing in that present moment, that I would have missed out on the magic that happened when those lanterns were lit. I was overwhelmed with a sense of appreciation for my life. I was grateful that I got a second chance, that I was kept safe for a reason. I think sharing that moment with my soon-to-be best friend was the thing that propelled our friendship and close bond. Unwanted circumstances had brought us both there. We had each been struggling with separate things that left us both alone, friendless, and in, and in deep pain. But we shared the beauty in our pain in that magical moment at the Lights Festival. So I wanted to share a caption on Instagram I had written a year ago. I said, this was one of the most magical moments that I, ho- I will hold near and dear to my heart. It was the first time I felt grateful to be alive, grateful that I survived my hell, grateful that even when it was so hard to keep going, keep on living, I was watched over and protected. I was kept safe even when I wished I wasn't. Watching those lights reach the heavens felt like a sign to me that I had to keep going, a sign that I had a purpose on this earth, and I had to keep living so I could fulfill it. I was overwhelmed with love and gratitude to be alive in that moment. I think the biggest takeaway from my first experience was the healing power of it all. There is something special in the symbolism of riding on your lantern, lighting it up, releasing it, and watching it float away into the darkness. I imagine those like me that, written or not, were releasing their pains, insecurities, anxieties, and deepest regrets when they let go of their lantern. I imagine those like me watching the dark, pitch-black sky be lit up with thousands of lanterns, be a reminder that even in the dark depths of your despair, there is a light in that darkness. The imagery across the sky spoke wonders to my struggling spirit, and I believe that's why I felt an immediate physical relief of my burdens. My pains of depression, anxiety, and abuse were turned into a story of hope and light from that single moment. It was just what I needed to feel and be a part of in that time in my life. I loved it so much, I bought tickets again for the following year. Now I want to change gears a little bit and tell the experiences I had the second time around this weekend. First of all, I came into the weekend with a heavy heart. I had previously made a big breakthrough in therapy that left me feeling a lot of things, both positive and negative. We got to the festival quite early because there are food trucks, games, and live music. And as we sat there camped out in our little spot, I was feeling pretty bad for myself, to be honest. I felt inadequate, insecure, insecure. 
and very alone, even though I was sitting next to my two best friends. But I caught myself in those thoughts. In that small moment, my experience going forward hit a fork in the road, and it could have gone in very opposite directions. I could have spiraled in my thoughts, which never ends well for me. (laughs) I could have been so full of self-pity and in my head that I would have missed out on the entire night. But instead, I stopped myself in my tracks. I acknowledged my feelings to myself. I labeled them so they weren't so large and in my face. I allowed myself permission to feel them, but then to let them go. Because I caught myself in that moment, I was able to redirect my attention and refocus my thoughts. I became absorbed in the life that was happening all around me in order to ground myself. I heightened my senses to hear every footstep walking past, every child's scream as they played, every laugh, and the voice of the live singer. I felt every gust of wind on the hairs of my arms and every ray of sunshine and every ray of sunshine beating very brightly in my face. I watched every couple, family, old and young around me every person that gathered in this space. I was able to get outside of myself and leave the prison of my mind. Every time my thoughts tried to hold me captive, I had to regroup and ground myself once again to the here and now, hyper aware of my surroundings. So basically I was people watching. (laughs) But this tool of grounding is something that I've worked long and hard on in therapy to be able to pull out of my back pocket when I need. It didn't and sometimes still doesn't come easy, but it becomes my saving grace when my mind or rather my anxiety and depression tries to ruin something that I wish to be a positive experience. Okay, bear with me for this next part. I might get a little poetic on you all, but this was actually what I was thinking and feeling during this Lights Festival. So as I sat in my place of grounding, reflecting on the previous year and why I found myself at the Lights Festival and what I got out of it, I began to wonder about every single soul that sat here this year. Who were they? What was their story? Why were they here? What were they writing on their lanterns? What were they releasing? But then as I tried to find answers to my many, many questions about the crowd gathered, suddenly I knew. Because even though the fine lines of our stories are different, the feelings are universal. The big picture of our stories were identical. We've all felt the pain, the loneliness, the fears. It didn't matter if their pain manifested through the death of a loved one, a divorce, a mental illness, cancer, poverty, or abuse, because our hearts and our heartbreak were the same. Through the pain, we've all craved the peace, the laughter, the happiness. We've all dreamed, hoped, and prayed. It didn't matter if their wants and desires looked different than mine because the baseline of feelings were all present in each person that stood there around me. We were from all walks of life, but that's why we were all gathered there. To feel something, to connect to someone, 
to release some burden, to heal some hurt, to wish for some dream. As a whole, we lit our lanterns and released them into the dark sky. And the thing is, you can't light and release one of those lanterns alone. You need a second hand or two to help you successfully send it off. And I find that pretty symbolic to our pain. We can't carry our burdens and trials alone. We can try, but it gets too heavy. We need others to lift our lantern up, and we need others to hold us as we watch it go. Not one soul was alone or left behind in that moment. Together, 5,000 insecurities, anxieties, and hurt were sent off. We let go. We blessed those lanterns and then released them from our grips of mind. Then, when the lantern eventually burned out, so did the worries, fears, and pain. They were lifted from our tired backs. And in its place, love and connection flourished. In its place, there was finally space for hopes and dreams of the soul. There was room for happiness and joy. As we exhaled the fear, we inhaled the peace. When those lanterns full of fears burnt out, a fire was ignited within the souls of each person. A light that would carry with them through the rest of their lives, shining brightly for those in the depths of their darkness. I wrote on my lantern, Namaste, which means the divine light in me honors and sees the divine light within you. That's the epitome of my experience. I had the opportunity to see the light within 5,000 people all at once, and it was a sacred, sacred thing. It started crying at the beauty of the unification of these people. Even if they didn't feel it, I felt a connection to each of them. I felt a love for strangers as if I knew them each individually. I was crying because I felt love and grief. I felt gratitude and a sense of mourning. I felt peace and overwhelm. I was grieving the past version of myself and loving the current version. I was grateful for the pain that brought us all together but I was mourning the loss and hurt that each person must have felt to be here. I was feeling total peace and overwhelm from all the feelings I had flowing through me. The key word is and. I felt all the things, all the feelings, and it was beautiful. I welcomed the positive just as much as the negative ones. After my friends and I lit our lanterns, I sat back and soaked up every single second of breath. I really felt as if I were soaking up the light from those around me. Even when I wasn't consciously inhaling and exhaling, my lungs were filled constantly. They were full of this unwavering peace. And I looked over and asked my best friend Megan if she felt that feeling in her chest too, and, and she did. She said it was almost if, as if we were in this meditative state where nothing was really on our minds and we were grounded watching the world around us. So something caught me off guard both years I went to the Lights Festival. As soon as the countdown ended and lanterns started to be lit, people started packing up to leave. It was like they lit their own lantern, checked it off their bucket list of being there, and were kick 
quick to move on to the next thing. People were rushing to beat traffic while thousands of lanterns were still flying in the air. And I was baffled and so confused. People had sat there for hours waiting for this moment. And then when it came, they didn't even stay long enough to enjoy it. And it was disheartening, guys. The world is so fast-paced. Everyone is go, go, go from one thing to the next. We miss out on the now when we are living in the future, the to-do lists, the destinations. So if you get anything from this episode, I want it to be a reminder to slow down and notice the moment right around you. Breathe in your present age. Soak up the people you love. Slow down for once. In both years, my friends and I sat until every single lantern was lit and sent off. We watched all 5,000. We sat until they were cleaning up the park and it was empty. Both times we didn't want to leave that moment. We didn't want it to end. And guess what? We hit traffic just like everyone else. But the difference was some people sat in their cars for 45 minutes trying to get out of the parking lot and move on while we sat for those 45 minutes watching all of the lanterns light and burn out. And the last thing I want to share about this weekend is that even though it was such a good thing, it left me completely drained. I'm an empath, so I'm extremely sensitive, which means all of the feelings and emotions and crowds and life that I experienced was a lot. Even though the overwhelm was filled with goodness, it was still overwhelm. It still drained my mind, body, and spirit. As soon as we got in the car, I hit a wall. I was full of life one second and then left completely lifeless the next. With my spiritual highs comes a spiritual hangover. (laughs) I needed time to recharge. I needed alone time. Sometimes it takes days, sometimes only hours. And I slept for 10 hours straight after trying to refuel my body of this life. I was left mute. I couldn't even form words or thoughts because I was a shell of myself. And obviously and gratefully, I'm back to myself now and I'm fully functioning. So much happened in that one day this weekend. I learned loads of stuff. I grew mountains within myself and I'm ready to take on life once again. If you have never been to one of these lantern festivals, I recommend it with every fiber of my being. Go to one. Find one near you and go. I will link the company that I went to two years in a row in the show notes below. I don't even have words for it. It's transforming and magical and beautiful and connecting and unifying. It's all the things. So go to a lantern festival. Put it on your bucket list. It needs to happen at least once in your life. I would go every weekend if I could. And if you can't go to one of these festivals, I recommend buying a Chinese lantern and releasing it yourself or with your family or your friends. I really do recommend the lantern festivals because there's something so sacred about thousands of them being released at the same time. But if 
I know that's a privilege to be there. So if that's not possible, I recommend at least lighting your own because it's very symbolic and very healing. I hope you gained some sort of insight from my collection of thoughts and stories. And if you did, I would like to ask you to leave a rating or review because it really helps out the podcast. And my goal is to reach more souls that need to hear what I have to say. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me and sharing a moment of your time with my rambling self. I'm beyond grateful for you and for allowing me to be a part of your life. Thanks for listening and tune in next time. I hope this podcast left you feeling empowered, better understood, and less alone in this crazy thing called life. If you like what you hear, leave a rating or review and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.